My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And welcome to Best Quality Vacuum, the Duckfeed show about the extended Vince Gilliverse. Yeah. It's Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, and El Camino. Yeah. And uh, uh, we're, 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 we're here. We're back. This is, I think, one of the first ones we've done after the strike. I forget. We've taken a little oh, break. Oh, it's the first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. So this is, this is what happened. It's not new for you. When the strike mm-hmm. came back, episodes just start coming back. We recorded those forever ago. Mm-hmm. We kept recording during the strike. We didn't put them out. And we built up a cushion to launch Real Lich Hours. Right. And so we know, haven't recorded Christmas. the show in Christmas <laughs> to build to, to launch Christmas. Yep. Uh, the, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so we haven't recorded this in a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. But we're uh, happy to be back. Uh, yeah. you know, pick up the show. And, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is one of the best TV shows of all time. <laughs> oh, this is really good. And this is yeah. a really good episode of this show. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is uh this episode was written by Peter Gould and George Mostris and directed by Michael Slovis and originally aired May 16th, 2010. Yeah. Um, and this is a uh like a resettling episode, uh kind of getting into a new status quo that is a uh kind of new problem of its own. The cousins made their attempt on Hank, and now everybody is trapped in an unknowable situation that is beyond their control. It is almost like it is It's Kafkaska's shit. Yes. Or what whatever they say. Uh, yes. the, the funny line later. <laughs> uh when they use this. Yeah. Um yeah, uh, a place setting episode, but a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marie is very upset uh, that the DEA's insurance won't cover the necessary uh, care for him. Uh, so he won't have the best chance of recovery. Again, continuing this being a horror show about uh, the American healthcare system. Yeah. Um, uh, Walt got what he want, but once you get what you want, you're never going to want it again. Like nope. Cole said. Um, you know, <laughs> is that, is that puts, something I said? Really? Yeah. That, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a line from a whole song. Oh, I thought you said coal. That's a coal oh, no, no. thing. Okay. Oh, no, no. I was like, <laughs> coal and hole have a lot in common. I think that you played bass when yep. you were like seven for them. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Something like that. Um, the, yeah. uh, did you kill Kurt? Mm. Uh, the, um, so this is a, a thing too, where he also puts together all the threads about yeah. Gus protecting him and what happened with Hank. I'm going to put in a quick asterisk. I think last time we recorded, uh, or when we recorded the episode one minute, Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about how people are like, why did Gus do it? Uh, and everything online. And I was like, mm-hmm. those idiots, bad media literacy. I forgot the show just straight tells you two episodes yeah. later. So, so now worse. I'm even more yeah. mad at those idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not even subtext. You don't even have, it just tells you. It's just text. It tells you, you just have episode. to wait a second. Yeah. You, you literally have to wait like fucking CinemaSins and what it has done to this, <laughs> to the media literacy of, of the internet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he puts together the threads that Gus is protecting him and realizes uh, that's going to end mm-hmm. if he ever stops cooking meth right. for him. So he is in a gilded cage. He is trapped. Uh, yes. And he is trapped in this gilded cage with, uh, with Jesse, who yeah. uh, wants to be an outlaw. He wants to be the bad guy, right? And doesn't want to have a boss, doesn't want to hand over the surplus value of his labor. Yeah, it's kind uh, of woke, but also it's stupid. A, a it's like, little, it, you know, it's, it's like, Jesse being dumb, but also in a weird way, kind of ahead of his time. Yeah, it's like, well, you have to understand, like, there's a whole, there's a whole apparatus of people being paid for their, for their work too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, the, uh, this is also, so this is the episode where he, uh, re-breaks bad. Yeah. Uh, this is and, the, you know, when, when Will is like, oh, no, Jesse's not baby. He deserves to die. Like everybody in the show. Mm-hmm. This is what Will's talking about. Oh, it's Skyler the most disgraceful thing also, he does. Yeah. yeah. But Skylar yeah. uh, also takes, takes a tip in this episode. There's a parallel yeah. between Jesse and Skylar, both of them for, uh, you know, Skylar more for the right reasons, but this is the beginning of Skylar mm-hmm. uh, becoming an active participant in the lies and basically a criminal accessory on yeah. purpose. Yeah, making a very conscious decision in the same episode where she gets an out, right? Yeah, exactly. Comes comes straight to her door. Um, Yep. Yeah, and she she turns it down, uh, paralleling the Gretchen and Elliot thing. Um, Yeah, really, really great character work and tons Mm -hmm. and tons of parallels. You know, just. Uh, Walt, uh, talking to Gus, I respect the strategy, looking at Skylar <laughs> thinking, it. you know, uh, it, it's, it's, there's a lot of very clever kind of, uh, Matryoshka doll stuff going, yeah. on, going on in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's not the, so like, uh, along with that. So what we're referring to as Skylar is like one of my favorite monologues in the series. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. and it's a, real fun. you know, 
co-performance with uh, uh, with with Walton Marie uh, being the receivers of that. Uh, but uh, you know, kind of makes this not as much of an action-heavy episode, which is which is which is fine, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, and you know th- that's fine. There's there's monologues. You know, I'm here for the dialogue. Yeah. What I'm not here for is I I I might quit listening to the podcast. Okay. I know I know we said that as a division of labor kind of thing. <laughs> like you you do the commentaries, I do the podcast. Maybe we both quit. Yeah. Uh, because maybe they're not worth it. This this is yeah. the worst episode of the podcast so far. Oh, this it, is this is an incredibly useless commentary, actually. It, I just I don't it has Bob Odenkirk on it. And mm-hmm. like Bob Odenkirk is a hero of mine. I've loved Bob Odenkirk, you know, as long as I've known he existed, right? Yeah. Like I'm an old school Mr. Show fan. Saw it on, on traded VHS tapes, you know, yes. uh, when it was contemporary. Uh, one of my favorite people, he had the heart attack and Twitter all lost their mind. I also mm-hmm. lost my mind, like oh, legitimate, yeah, yeah. just a stranger. And I was just like, you don't let him die. Mm-hmm. I, I love him no, so much. Compulsively uh, checking for updates. Yeah. Yes. I love him. Uh, it was the and closest he's thing that I've had to the Apollo 13 incident, actually. He's the closest <laughs> thing I've had to a father. Uh, the, the, <laughs> I, I love him. And uh-huh. he's funny on this thing. I don't give a shit about the creators who I enjoy telling each other they did a good job. Yeah. And that's literally, it's 45 minutes of, of they mentioned the name of the episode. It's 45 minutes of them sucking each other off. And then at the, the very end, they say what the next episode is going to be, mm-hmm. which I think might be my last podcast. Cause I want to hear if they have any insight. The next episode's a real weird one. Yeah. Um, but man, I don't know if this is a good use of our time, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could probably get this information elsewhere. It I don't know. I, I the, yeah. The useful nuggets bubble up. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't want to you know discuss back end stuff in public, but I'm just mad at this fucking podcast for there, like I don't understand how anybody listened to it. People people recommended this podcast to me when mm-hmm. it was contemporaneous. No, I listened to it. I listened to it yeah. contemporaneously because I was starved for anything. You finish yeah. the episode and you want to you want to listen to something else because there might be there might be some inclination. It's why right? like there Talking be... Dead or whatever exists. Yeah, you know, like yeah. the, those kind of just like just get a little bit more, you know, squeeze, mm-hmm. a, squeeze a little bit of extra out of this, but there's nothing there. Like, I know mm-hmm. that the people are talented. I, I, uh, I saw the work. Yeah. I, I saw I, the work. I, I made that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, it's a, it's a weird thing there. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a weird product. Yeah. Um, so something yeah. that changed too. Right. So like, uh, thinking about the DVD commentaries, uh, that, that podcast didn't always exist for the show and yeah. the DVD commentaries didn't always have a commentary for every episode. They had commentaries for episodes that important episodes warranted them. Yes. Yeah. Where they had stuff to say and just like, Hey, we, we've, we've got, we've got this time for the crew to get to, to get together and talk about these particular things at season three this is a show that's bigger than god um everybody has so much hype about this thing they want to get everything so now all of a sudden every episode warrants the commentary even if there's not anything you know extra special they can say about it and if they're not going to talk about you know what they thought of doing but then why they decided not to do that and how we ended up with the thing that we got um, it's not actually like dwelling on the level that I, that, that, it, that I need. Well, or just, want. it's not information, you, you know, know. It's, it's anti-information. This is stuff that would have been expressed as text messages to each other. Yeah. That is somehow being said aloud for 45 minutes. Like it's just them, you know, so the, the director, Michael Slovis, they, they spend a lot of time talking about him. He's not in the room. They can't get him because he does commercial directing. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the whole there, there's so much of this just saying how good he is, and I'm like, just tell him, mm-hmm. like, is is this is this a, a, a no Henry <laughs> short story where like, <laughs> oh, I wish I hadn't said it on a podcast. I wish I had actually told them when there was still time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it, it it's a surreal fucking product as as somebody who podcasts like. You know, you you and I aren't always perfect at it, but I, I like to think we think why would somebody want to listen to this? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and it just feels like that wasn't considered yeah. uh, in this. I don't know. It, it made me mad. It's it, uh, it's it's just this this really shallow commodification of like the behind the scenes talent uh, and maybe, you know, some of the stars of the show and also Marie. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know? Who are, are charismatic, right? Yes. Like it reminds yeah. me a little bit of when, you know, the, the show's predecessor when we did Orb. Uh, sometimes those commentaries were not always useful. Right. Yeah. It was just like, here's a funny podcast with two funny dudes. Mm-hmm. But they were the the hit to miss ratio was better. 
Yes. You know, and it was just those dudes. And we had all, even having a, like a book literally written about the production mm-hmm. of the Venture Brothers. We still got things from the commentary yeah. from time to time. Yeah. Uh, here, I'm just not picking up very much that I don't pick up from like the wiki or just Googling or IMDb. Like this has already been trolled. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what value there is necessarily in duplicating this labor. I'm not trying to be Jesse about it. Uh, it just it is a weird, and it's not a huge ask. I'm also don't want people to think that I'm like oh baby is complaining about having to listen to a podcast. No, it's no. just not very good. It, you know? it, what what it might end up being. So like you said, like I I, I want to listen to the uh, to the to the commentary on Fly because mm-hmm. what if they get Ryan Johnson in to talk about that? Which, I, I don't know. It's also I, it's a weird fucking episode. I want to know if uh-huh. they flinched. Like I want to yes. know if they what they thought the reaction was going to be to that mm-hmm. episode that is still very yeah. divisive, right? Like yeah, there yeah. are people who, who love that. And then there are people who are like, no, that's weird and, and shitty. Yeah. It's not universally beloved. It's not, yeah. you know, like uh, they, they gambled it all and wanted ever one big, you know, it didn't hurt the show, but I know uh-huh. people who hate that episode. Yeah. Right. Like that, that comes up too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to know what they thought of that going in. Yeah, what their posture yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It's um, and I just uh, uh it, you know, it might just be a matter of policy going forward that we got to hate saying going forward. It might just be a matter of policy that we you know to play, play it by year, which one we yeah, which one we do. Because like for me, you know, like I I could you know you can still hear the audio if you put it up to one and a half x, but also it's basically double <laughs> doubling the amount of prep time for this it, uh, before yes. I start before I start finishing up the notes and stuff about it. It's uh, yeah. it's. You know, it's it's a little hairy, right? It's the only I hate uh, fast forwarding podcasts, mm-hmm. like putting them on one and a half time. And I did it for this. Yeah. So and and I never do that. Like I I, I never do it. I I don't yeah. like it. It sounds weird. I love the conversational ry- rhythms. Uh, Bob Odenkirk pauses mm-hmm. more between his words than anyone on earth at yep. like one point seven five speed. There's still mm-hmm. like three seconds of pause, <laughs> and, and it just like and it's just again that would be worth it. If he was making a joke or saying something other than like answering the same question, like no stuff is not improvised mm-hmm. again and just coming up with a tactful way because he's being polite. It's like yeah. we're watching them be professional to each other mm-hmm. and and polite, not telling us about the thing they made. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't feel like it's for an audience. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that <laughs> made me cranky. Uh, just soapbox <laughs> on that. Uh, so I don't know if I, if I want to do it anymore. We'll see. Like case yeah, by yeah. case basis is fine. It doesn't need to be a policy. I mm-hmm. uh, don't have to use the going forward uh, yeah. phrase. It's just, uh, <laughs> man, is it irritating? Yeah. Can, can, can I give you some uh, the, uh, the 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 wiki said it worst on here? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the, the, the bar, just while we're being cranky, the uh, the bar for what qualifies as trivia has never been. It's uh, real low. In this. Yeah. Can I read this here? While Jesse and Walt are arguing with each other, Jesse says the line, "What's more important than money?" And then yeah, cuts and the- <laughs> to a scene with Hank lying in a hospital bed. This could be the creators of the show symbolizing a recurring motif, which is that family is important to yeah. most of the characters in Breaking Bad. So it's trivia, possible. montage theory, yeah, juxtaposition. Exactly. I was say, it's possible that these professional, uh, you know, uh, visual storytellers, yeah. visual storytellers use montage theory. Yeah. Uh, possible. I don't want to commit to it, though. Let's, we have to listen to them tell each other that they're great for 45 minutes to be sure I, <laughs> like i don't know man do, do people let us know if, if this is irritating you know mm-hmm. if this, not this this rant because of course it's irritating but let us know if uh you want you know if you're irritated by this decision or mm-hmm. if you want this show to be more like those podcasts and me and cole will just spend the whole time talking about how much we like each other mm-hmm. like yeah. we can stop talking about breaking bad and just be like you know the thing about you cole is you take great notes oh uh, great notes I, gwen great uh-huh. nick he's there uh-huh. As well in yeah. the mix, let's hand it out to the host. We have a, we yeah, have a no. hosting service mm-hmm. uh, that is real good. You know, gotta gotta throw out, gotta gotta hand it to Patreon. Uh, they allow you to upload things. Uh, you know, everybody's got to get credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are so credits said- in the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what know. the money's for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so let's uh let's let's get into the episode let's actually talk yeah. about the content of this let's not be like the podcast <laughs> yes yeah uh one of the one of the more fun cold opens mm-hmm. uh in this um it is a commercial for pollos hermanos yeah it's full of a bunch yeah. of lies like all commercials <laughs> of course uh, uh you know the, the old the ways are still herb. best at pollos hermanos and, and spices there. <laughs> 
Um, this is the first mention of Madrigal uh, Electromotive mm-hmm. um, as a, a trademark and fine print. Who knows what they had planned, but this is the first time. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, I like that as world building at the very least. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to get to know the workings of Madrigal um, over the oh, course yeah. of this and uh, better call Saul. Um, and, and, well, and also in, in this, uh, in terms of all time, best cold opens, oh, uh, yeah. the chicken nugget cold open, one of the all time <laughs> best cold opens in TV, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. call it French. Yes. <laughs> the uh, French. Um, uh, um, and they, speaking of chicken, uh, we get yep. this little crossfade here. Falling chicken uh, uh, kind of crossfades into falling blue meth crystals. Yes. Um, th- th- there is a story in the uh, in the commentary. I know he just spent like five minutes bitching and moaning. <laughs> um, but uh, talking about how they accomplished this, which was just they got like these just crates and crates of fried chicken. And they just kept on sending all this chicken down a chute. Uh, mm-hmm. And they had to Chicken keep cleaning it up and resetting it um, because of the conditions that they had to film it in. <laughs> so just they, this, uh, uh, they talked about that as well, and it reminded me a lot of Jesse being lifted up on the the forklift. Oh yeah, where like I don't think it would have looked that worse if it were just done digitally. Yeah, like this specific shot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, so this turns into meth, and we learn about the uh, you know how the meth is shipped basically. Yes, um, yeah. Walt and Jesse, you know, weighing it distributing it putting in bags and then they smuggle it in fry batter buckets Mm -hmm. uh, they get marked with an ultraviolet star yes uh and then just taken out in these trucks that are marked for uh different cities getting a look at the actual infrastructure that gus and poyos and madrigal are providing kind of the thing that jesse isn't seeing when he is you know calculating uh you know the what they're making right exactly yeah he's like gus isn't out on the corner slinging it (laughs) um the the, um probably for me to side with the boss it's just no exactly like it is you know the show the show kind of shows both sides you know uh well jesse should be paid more yes Um, we want meth uh manufacturers to be paid more in class solidarity yes that's our official (laughs) position as a network um the uh so jesse and walt are weighing the bin and jesse's mad because they went over Mm -hmm. uh 1.5 uh pounds over and uh he's just like well we'll we'll save it for next week do a little bit less work Mm -hmm. next week and walt's like no that one batch one shipment why do you have to complicate these things Mm -hmm. and and jesse is thinking like that's a lot of fucking meth you know, I mean, that, that street value is insane. Go back one and a half seasons, right? And yes. you have what a whole office being blown up over basically that quantity of meth. Exactly. Uh, with, you know, with Tuco, right? And here it's a rounding error. Yes. Uh, you know, Jesse still has his head kind of, you know, in, in those days and is, and is talking here saying like, Hey, you know, I've been crunching the numbers, right? This deal mm-hmm. you made, you know, one and a half million for each of us over the course of three months. Uh, it's shit. Right. Yes. Uh, he, you know, he says like, I, I swear, I swear to God, I did this calculation. Um, and Waltz, you know, cuts him off. He knows exactly what it is. You know, yeah. like the meth that we are making over the course of this time is, you know, it's ninety six million dollars. Um, yeah. and they're getting three of that. Yep. Uh, you know, bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse at some point says, you know, what happens when these three months are over? You know, and yeah. Walt pauses this. You know, plants the idea in his head. We're, we mm-hmm. actually see him put it together piece by piece. Yeah, in this yeah. episode, and in a way that's really clever. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want, you could do an edit of this that just put a little light bulb symbol in the corner, ding, you know, or something like that. Every <laughs> single time a new piece comes in, uh, yeah. Here. And uh, he deflects this basically. You know, Jesse, you're now a millionaire, and you're complaining. You know, what world mm-hmm. do you live in? Uh, yeah. Which he's correct. Yes, uh, this is not. Walt's not going to follow his own advice, but that is the right way to live. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so this is when Jesse says, "What's more important than money?" Yeah. And by utilizing what w- might be a clever mm-hmm. thing, but we can't ever be sure, they cut over to Hank right. uh, asleep on, on the bed. Maybe they're suggesting he's more important than money. I'm not sure. I'd have to go to film school. It's a- uh, but that's, that's what I think might be going uh, on. Hey, as somebody who studied media, uh, got a big old B- BFA. The F there yeah. is important. A lot of people forget it. Big um, fucking ass. It means, fi- means oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pulling up the wagon. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the F stands for fine. It's fine. Big fine ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, no, that, 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 that's what they're doing. I can, yeah. I can say. No, I, I can. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm you just saying, if we need authority, yeah. you're yeah. deferring to it. So yeah. if we need authority, yeah. I'm going to jump in here and say that. I was doing Maybe. a joke authority thing, and then you cited an actual thing. <laughs> the, I, uh, um, 
<laughs> Some people take credentials um, seriously. Yeah, I don't. Idiots. But we want to yeah. care. We want. We want to. Uh, we, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe it, but I want to cater yeah. to people who do. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. Uh, so Hank's asleep on on the bed. Uh, seems to be he's in in rough shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria's complaining about the pillows here, and Gomi walks in. Uh, I love the how Gomi how small Gomi looks in this yes. shot. Um, he's not like a huge man or anything, but he doesn't. He never looks this tiny. Like the way this is his, shot is really good. He, um, he's he's real hunched and you yeah, know, fr- framed in the door like that. Yes, yeah. they make him. You know, he's just like, is it okay? Yeah, you know, can, Marie, can I, can you I be remember here? last time Maria chewed him out. Yeah, Maria said yeah. no DEA, like you know, nobody in the, you know, and she she says, yeah, no, it's fine. You know, yeah. she's kind of you know, relented on that. Um, you know, and Hank kind of whispers, you know, kind of, kind of, we know from later playing at being more, more, more weak than he is like, yeah, come closer, come closer, beckons him closer, you know, and then in full voice calls him an asshole. Right. Yeah. And showing gross from the first season, he doesn't use a slur. (laughs) Um, um, yeah. And then kind of laughs, you know, but in, in pain and everybody likes this. I love, uh, RJ Mitty just like, he got you good. Yeah, his only uh, yeah. line in the episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He got you good. It's <laughs> like, yeah, he did, man. Yeah, Walt Jr. <laughs> um, Gomi is here with kind of a consolation prize. You know, he is here to, I think, you know, his intention is to ch- is to cheer up Hank, right? Yeah. Uh, he has brought a, a, a map of the American Southwest and, uh, you know, with all these marks for where the blue meth has popped up. It disappeared forever, and now it's everywhere. You yep. know, just they're just finding finding it on the street, uh, yeah. and you know, Walt. This looks is misguided. Up. Yeah, like Walt looks up, so we see you know another ding, um, mm-hmm. a little bit, and this is misguided. Like Marie's going to call him out on this, you know, yes. but th- this is misguided. But he's trying, right? Like you yeah. can't do anything when somebody's in Hank's situation, right, uh, right? And Hank calls him out on this. Like, how exactly is that supposed to make me feel better? Yeah, uh, and he he slams his little morphine remote that mm-hmm. you get in, in when you're in traction and really hurt like that, uh, that I find fascinating. Uh, yeah. It's still on timeout. You know, yeah. they, they don't want you just to go nuts on it. Uh, so Marie goes to get a, nur- a nurse and he's just really, uh, he's in pain. You yeah. Know? And uh, Gomi tries to console him. He's like, you know, you saw this coming with, with the yeah. blue meth. And he, this is when Hank reveals, I didn't see anything coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a warning call. Yeah. And he explains it. Ding. You know what the yeah what the hell is it? and you see Ding Walt go oh shit you know? and Skyler immediately looks to Walt like you fucking call him you know what is this yeah so Skyler and Walt meet at the meet in the car out in the parking lot and he tries denying any involvement you know, immediately jumping in and she's like no 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 yeah, that's like, how hey, she was gonna ask yeah yeah are uh, we safe really really good yeah immediately yeah. are we safe and then he reflex mm-hmm. answers this like this isn't him thinking about it. You know, this is our, our reflex. He doesn't know. Yeah. Like he's, he's working it out. So he's just like, yes. And Skyler's like, are you safe? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it, it's, it's great. Really, really good performances from both of them here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jesse, you know, still in recovery. He's at group uh, addiction therapy uh, mm-hmm. with the, uh, the, the, the counselor from the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, the guy who killed his daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Co- Mr. Cool Glasses. Um, and he asks, you know, so how are things going for you? And Jesse talks about his job, uh, obviously cloaking it. Uh, but you know, saying like, oh, I work at this, you know, laundromat, it's real corporate. corporate. Yeah. (laughs) And I I like that. The boss is probably used to euphemistic speak, Uh you know, and he goes, oh, corporate laundry, Uh you know, like I understand there is a such thing as corporate laundry, but it's not like you don't go there in a suit and tie and be very corporate. That just means mass laundry for uniforms. Right. You know, and yeah. stuff. So I think the boss probably knows that he's lying at this point. Oh, you, you, you mean that they're the, the, the group leader? The boss. Yeah, the, the, the teacher. <laughs> I think teacher understands the, he's, that he's lying. He's the boss <laughs> yeah. of no more drugs. <laughs> yeah, he's just the boss of as many daughters as he wants from now on. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the group leader. Yeah. The boss. I don't know why. <laughs> Deeply internalized. <laughs> the big one's the leader. <laughs> Just absolutely internalized infantilization. <laughs> Infantilism I got going on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because I have this quote in here. But Jesse saying like, oh, my boss is a dick. Owner's a super dick. Referring to Not Walton. even allowed to meet yeah, him. Yeah. 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 
It's like, oh, yeah, I'm not even good enough, right? Uh, yeah. And, you know, nobody who works there is allowed to know what's going on, right? You're just kind of ca- cast loose in this sea. You're just doing your work without knowing what's, you know, what's happening. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is this, this is where we get the, t- the title drop. The group leader says, like, oh, it sounds really Kafka-esque. And Jesse, yeah. because he, you know, he's, he's kind of a little bit of a Jeffrey Lebowski, you know, he, he picks these things up and, you know, repeats it. Like, yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah, okay, that, that, that sounds Kafka-esque. good. Yes, Kafka-esque, Kafka-esque as hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And and that's also what working is a lot of the time. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. as a thing. Which I'm not trying to undermine it or anything like that. But it is no, just no. It's just fucking sad that like you know my boss is a dick, <clears throat> the owner's a super dick. I don't get to know them, and nobody knows what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Is just normal. Oh, it describes like ninety five percent of people who work for a wage. Yeah, yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Um. So Marie is opening up all these care packages in front of Hank. I love everyone's misguided attempt to cheer Hank up. Uh, which Ooh, is not a possible sticks. thing yeah exactly oh you like these this is a big one uh you know and he, he doesn't give a shit about snacks no. um you know uh and uh Beneke, uh sent a huge basket you know and mm-hmm. marie is starting to pick up something no, where, you know no. marie's like "Ooh, you know i wish he was my boss like my shitty boss at the radiology place hasn't or the imaging place hasn't sent anything mm-hmm. in um and later she's gonna there's gonna be more to that yeah. Um and the doctor uh and the doctor is Milosh from Seinfeld, mm-hmm. the yeah. uh, tennis professional. Uh, <laughs> the terrible or, tennis professional. The terrible tennis professional who uh who makes Seinfeld lose to him. Uh-huh. Um in that episode cuz his girlfriend's real hot. Yeah, so we've got um, four Seinfeld alumni in this episode. <laughs> non-stop Seinfeld alumni. Yeah. Um comes in to check Hank's legs. Yes. Uh you know, he can't feel anything below his calves. He can feel more as you go up. Yes. You know, and it, it's good news. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. he, some nerve function is coming back, but Marie, you know, plays her hand. It's like, oh, how soon can we get him walking again? Yeah. And I love this cut. Like we immediately <laughs> cut to her here and the doctor talking and the doctor's being like, it's important that we mad- manage our expectations. Right. Like this isn't, you know, hold up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that may not happen here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially to ask that question in front of him, you know, yes. as, Re- as well. You know, really, really, you know, I, everyone is so desperate to give Hank hope. He's yes. obviously his lights off, you know, and, and they're, yeah. they're trying really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, you know, this is this is Marie and Skylar talking to Milos, talking to the doctor and also like a, an administrator, right? Somebody yes. from like billing or coding, um, uh, you know, kind of talking about like, all right, so what's our next step here? We need to get him in physical therapy right away. Uh, well, oh, we need pre-authorization. It'll probably be a week. And Marie, you know, because she, she, she is who she is, has done a bunch of research and is very forcefully advocating for Hank, saying like, we need to get him started right away. We don't have a week for this. Yeah. Uh, he needs to get in right away daily. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. he won't get daily sessions. He'll get four sessions a week. Yeah. And uh, she's like, four sessions a week? That's bullshit. And the doctor, who is a patient advocate, you know, you mm-hmm. get the, the sense that his hands are tied as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, he's like, that is standard. <clears throat> you know, for yeah. insurance. Yeah. Uh, and then later says, you know, and the, the therapists in the network are mostly fine. Right. You know, very, very damning. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tries to kind of justify, listen, like there's a difference between medical, just medically justifiable and optimal. Right. You know, there's a, we will not, you know, the way our society and systems work, even when we do take care of people, we're not going to take care of them as best we can. Cause mm-hmm. we're going to do the cheapest fucking thing that there is. It's, right. it's the end of Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Every country is the end of fucking Chernobyl. Why do we do it that way? It was cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and she's like, "Fuck this!" You know, give me some names. And he's he's like, "I can give you some names." Like he wants mm-hmm. the best for Hank as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, th- the villain here is off screen. It's this <laughs> horrible frame of the entire series. It's it's this you know? it's this machine, right? Yes, that we're all uh, goddamn caught in. It's Kafka esque. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, the uh, it's Kafka esque as shit. Uh, the. Um, <laughs> You know? uh, there, there's a there's a very fun moment where like Maria is asking the doctor a question uh, and the the billing person uh, answers for him and and she shuts her up says yeah. no I want to hear it from him right yeah I asked the doctor <laughs> yeah um, there you know because this is a medical thing that person mm-hmm. shouldn't even it's weird that that person's even there mm-hmm. you know and it's not even their fault like again nope. they're they're from billing or coding this is just their job they're also a cog yeah. in the machine uh, she says like I really advise you not to go out of network. You know, you could be, she's like, oh, we'll just get reimbursed. It's like, well, you may not get reimbursed. And this is just the beginning of it. There's going to be live-in care. There's going to be uh, modifications to your home. Mm -hmm. All of these things. Like, this is fucked up. And you see the wheels spinning for Skylar. Again, a little ding moment. Like, 
you could do an edit of this episode every time somebody gets an idea. <laughs> uh, they act it out of their face and every like almost everybody in the cast does it at least once mm-hmm. it's great yeah i love it yeah. yeah uh and you know just just in case it needs to be underlined uh this is a mirror of what happened with walt right exactly you know just <laughs> almost like right down to uh like laying out the litany of uh of expenses you know that are coming up right yes yeah yeah <clears throat> So uh, uh, Jesse goes to meet Saul uh, at this uh, nail salon and spa. Uh, Saul's getting <laughs> Saul's having a foot soak, um, mm-hmm. uh, kind of introducing Saul's relationship with I love this. with nail yeah, salon the, stuff. The yeah. ladies, yeah, yeah. Um, and Saul has invited Jesse here. I invited both Jesse and Walt, but Walt didn't show up. He's going uh, to have him int- flip a coin. Yes, yeah. uh, to decide yeah. who gets this money laundering laundering operation. Who gets to buy it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, literally. And and to Jesse, this is ludicrous. Right. You know, and, and, and Saul's like, no, this is, you know, the best money laundering a growing boy could ask for. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, to him, he's like, I'm not going to fucking buy a nail salon. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what? So I, he's like, this is going to make, you know, beautiful, clean, taxable income. And he's like, taxes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, why am I paying taxes? I'm a fucking criminal. We don't do mm-hmm. that. Uh, so uh, Saul gives this little explanation of money, money laundering. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really good. You know, he, gives, like, he gives it to him in pigs and bunnies. He's using like cotton yeah. swabs. <laughs> you know, it, you know, just this whole idea of layering and all these layering cool things. Insertion. Money yeah. 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 Uh, there. And, uh, and he says, you know, you'll do this. It'll take this much money. And then also mm-hmm. then there's my cut. And then uh, Jesse's like, okay. He's like, yeah, my 17%. And Jesse freaks out. Uh, you know, he was quoted five and that, mm-hmm. but that was to Walt benefits yeah. of seniority. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse storms out and Saul gets out of the footpath and goes chasing after him, but kind of slips. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and they spend an eternity talking about that in the the podcast. Like it's a, it's a fun bit, Mm -hmm. but boy, oh boy. Um, this is all Saul does in the episode. It's just, this is, you know, pushing Jesse away. Like this is even his drug dealing, like dream criminal life is, Mm -hmm. uh, corporate. Yeah, you know. and you know, it just uh, th- this is another you know, you know, na- na- naivete on his part. Yes, Saul ma- Saul- Saul's making a very good point, which is like, yeah, you may think you don't have to do this because you're a criminal, but there's a very important difference between criminal and convict. Yes, exactly. Like you want to keep your money. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I, well, yeah. I gain from this, but otherwise, the whole thing's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Walt drives out to the the kind of chicken yard, the meeting place for Gus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, he gets out the veggie tray. I love the veggie tray very much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Gus and Gus asks about Hank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Walt says, listen, you know, I want to clear the air. Uh, and he basically lays out what happened. Yes. You know, he, he's put it together. Mm-hmm. You know, the cousins were after yeah. me. Someone steered them towards Hank. I believe that person is playing a deeper game. I believe that's mm-hmm. you. You know, uh, he made this phone call. He wanted a shootout because in one stroke, he set the Ameri- Mexican and American governments against the cartel. Yeah. You know, uh, cutting off the supply of meth in this region. If he had his own supply, uh, the gains would be enormous. You know, <laughs> and yeah. finishes up with this just like, fuck's sake, Walt. Come yeah. on. The, <laughs> I want there to be no confusion. I know I owe you my life. And more than that, I respect, I respect the strategy. The strategy. You know, in it's your what position, I would, have done. I would have done the same. And Gus, you know, he was in customer service mode at the beginning. You know, he was smiling, yes. and then just all of the life goes out of his eyes at this. Yeah. And like, not only is this just like him trying to play with the big boys on this, yes. you know, but like he very clearly has been outmaneuvered, right? Like yeah. he's been he's he's been boxed into this corner by the very game that he is that he is admiring Gus for playing, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, it, it just all the cards are on the table. It's like the the polite lie, mm-hmm. you know, that everyone was telling. Like, yes, Gus was tricking him, you know, in a way, or playing him, I guess, right? But the yeah. uh, it was just it was better, yeah. you know, I, it was just better for all involved. Uh, it's also a thing too, where like, Walt, if you were in this position, you would have made up everything as you went along and barely survived, and mm-hmm. six more of your family members that we haven't met yet would stop talking to you. <laughs> Like we would, we'd be introduced to new whites from across the country, like the Saxville whites, who all of a sudden like won't won't look at you in the eye. Um, you know, you would not have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and as the, as the show goes on, Walt is good at figuring out Gus. Mm-hmm. Like he does figure it out when he he figures out when uh, Gus is driving a wedge 
between him and Jesse. Like he does figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. He just can't, he's at like, a, he's kind of good at it. Yeah. You know, he's not good at it enough to, to accept his losses, you know, which would be the, the strategically sound move in mm-hmm. most of these situations. You know? Yeah. yeah. Ugh, uh, but just uh, kind of, just really uh, cringy, actually. Yes. I, I, I don't like yeah. that word very much, but it is the, uh, the kind of hard to watch. Uh, kind of yeah. you know, kind of stuff here. Him him pretending to this kind of you know swagger, but he continues. Yes. Gus hasn't said anything. You know, saying like I'm you know I well, what's concerning to me is what happens after this three month contract ends. You know, I, yeah. I I I owe you my life, but you know what you know what happens. What, I love what's Gus. Gus says, <laughs> "What do you want to have happen?" Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's you know I got in this to protect my family. He's like, "All right, what if you continue working?" You mm-hmm. know, uh, three million extended. Let's call it fifteen million annually. Yeah. Would that be agreeable? And Walt uh, leaves. We cut over immediately to him leaving, and he realizes he's in a gilded cage. He's yeah. in the Kafkaesque bubble at this point. Uh, he can keep doing this, but he doesn't have the freedom, mm-hmm. you know, to to do what he wants. And he's under control. He is under a thumb. Yes, you know, for for eternity, basically, mm-hmm. until he wants to die and his family to die from the cartel. <laughs> uh, and he uh, does, you know, puts the pedal to the metal. Uh, and then closes his eyes and kind of drifts. Yeah, he lets know? Jesus take the wheel. Yep. Uh, you know, kind of at, at, at fainting toward this uh, this act of self destruction, right? Yeah, suicide um, by truck. Yes, and only swerves out of the way. You know, uh, when he hears the horn and loses his, uh, you know, lose loses his composure. Right, and yeah. pulls back out. Huge parallels to uh, uh, in the bathroom after he gets the uh, good diagnosis or learns that what he thought was, um, you know, the tumor spreading was just bleeding. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, you actually have more time than you thought you did. You know, yeah. it starts slam, you know, slamming on here. He's He's got what otherwise would be okay Good news. news. But yeah. every decision he's ever been made, he's made in the show has been predicated on bad news. Yes. You know, the, the, in a weird way, this is a story just about a man who can't take yes for an answer. Uh-huh. Like, if everyone's lives depended on it. Yeah. You know, it, it's just, it, it's... It's real good. He so he swerves off the road uh, and then gets back on the road. puts on his hazard. gets back on. You know, normalcy has taken over. He's clear headed again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're back at therapy, and the counselor. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, the conversation has kind of come to a halt. So he wants to get things going again. Says so like, hey, uh, you know, just one of the things that drives people back into using uh, is the things that piss them off. You know, these can be triggers. Um, you know, uh, it's kind of anger can get you back. So you have you know free license to complain. When are you ever going to yep. get that? And he goes to Jesse about it and says, like, all right, so, you know, you were complaining about your job. Uh, what would you do? You know, imagine you have all yep. the money. You know, just like, well, what, what would bring you satisfaction? Right? Yep. Uh, he talks about making stuff with his hands. This is going to be revisited in kind of his character coda. Uh, mm-hmm. And he talks about, what, this is one of my favorite monologues in the show. Oh, it's so good. Uh, he, yeah. yeah, it's really good. He talks about woodworking, this class he took in high school. It was a jerk-off class, so he took it. Uh, and his final project was to make a box. And he did it in like two days. He figured, I'm just going to cut class for the rest of the semester. As long as I did the thing, you couldn't fail me. Mm-hmm. You know? Just give me my D and I'll, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'll fuck off. Yeah. Uh, he, he showed it to the teacher, this old like military guy. And the teacher just uh, looks at it. He doesn't fail him. He just goes, this is the best that you can do. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and everyone kind of nervously laughs around him. Yeah. At this thing that's happened to him. <laughs> I love how he, how he reacts to the yeah. laugh. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, just a little nonverbal beat there, uh, and that question got to him. You know, it's like, well, you know, actually, yeah, I, I, I can do better. So he made box after box, you know, until he made this perfect thing. You know, yep. uh, you know, poly- just a uh, you know, sanded and polished till it was like glass. Has all these inlays, uh, yeah, no hinges, you know, like it's right. all you know, perfect. You know, the, yeah. this, he describes it very lovingly. The counselor says, like, what happened to the box? And I love this again, reflex lie, right? Same mm-hmm. thing Walt does. I gave it to my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the counselor, uh, says, you know, you know what, you know what I'm going to say? It's not too late. And then Jesse's like, no, I didn't give it to my mom. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love a reflex lie that's immediately walked back upon, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you know, as, as just kind of a dialogue thing. Like it's, it's very human mm-hmm. to, to do that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he traded it for an ounce of weed, you know? Yeah. Yep. Brutal. Uh, extremely brutal. Just say you know, this passion, you know, just, oh, my, my, my passion still led into the self-destruction, still let it led yeah. into, you know, this substance, this, uh, you know, this, this escape. Right. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, just the parallel 
uh, between his relationship with that teacher and his relationship with Walt, you yeah. know, uh, and, you know, and just, uh, uh, both of their relationship to the meth, you know, Walt yep. coming in and, uh, uh, just bad, bad shit talking his product and that being incredibly hurtful to Jesse. Right. And then working until he, you know, has it, but, I don't know. I'm, I'm describing very obvious things here, but just that, that, yeah, that parallel like is heartbreaking. Yeah. You're, you're really hurt when you try and somebody slags you. You know, yes. if somebody says I do a bad job at something and I didn't give a shit, mm-hmm. like nothing happens. Yeah. You know, it, not giving a shit. You know, I, I was going to say, like, in this scenario, it's portraying it as a shield, which it can be. There are things that are not worth giving a shit about. Like, I yeah. you know, truly believe that. But, like, uh, it can be a shield. And that's what Jesse was talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Just give me my fucking D and I'll go. Yeah. Not giving a sh- shit's a shield. If you actually let your shield down and you give a shit, you mm-hmm. are as vulnerable as you can get. And that's what Jesse did with the box. And that's what Jesse did with his meth. He yes. tried, you know, mm-hmm. um, same thing with the, when he talks about, uh, we talked to his parents, mm-hmm. you know, when he talks about trying to get like a job and everything, like it's heartbreaking to watch somebody actually try and still get treated like they didn't. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fucked up. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sad. Yeah. Um, so, and it is going to lead to him being, doing one of the shittiest things that's ever been, uh, oh. that's ever been on the show. <laughs> uh, so Marie and Talking about insurance, drinking wine. Uh, Marie points out that Skylar and Walt made things work. You know, even though the you said, you know, the Schwartz might didn't cover everything uh, no. for that. And you can see the the wheels turning for Skylar here. But the doorbell rings and it's Ted. Uh, Ted shows up. And, uh, <laughs> you know, this this is great. Great performance from Anna Gunn this whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Marie, this is Ted, my boss. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, What's here. he doing here so late at night? Yeah. It's kind of deep into the evening. So, yeah. you know, well, Marie has to be the one to invite him in. Skylar's just frozen with him on the doorstep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Marie's like, I'm going to go take that bath. Uh, Marie, you can see in her eyes. Like, she sees something's going on. And again, you know, mm-hmm. her and Walt, uh, not together currently. Or, or like, it's complicated, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, this year. Uh, and Skylar tries to send Ted away. But Ted is like, you know, Ted, like, you've got the, the heading here is Thirsty Ted. I'm sure t- Ted would love, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah, sloppy yeah. beads or whatever right now. But mm-hmm. this is, Ted does care about her. That's he been does. this yeah. relationship thing is like, he thinks there's something there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, he's like, can we talk? Like, I haven't heard from you in days and I can be here for you. Like, mm-hmm. I know this is yeah. really hard. No. Um, but she just kind of walks him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says something, this is a thing where they're both being fair, which I love these yeah. kind of arguments, right? Like there's no villain. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he says like, what is this? You know, because Skylar is factually stringing him along. Yes. You know, Skylar cannot see this working out, but she's, she needs it. She Mm -hmm. needs this in her life right now. Yeah. Uh, And, but also she says, are you really going to make me do this right now? Which is also (laughs) true. Right. You know, you know, they are both right. Yeah. About this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he, he does just say like, "Hey, I can be here for you." Um, yeah, and you know, to for 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 the things that he knows, that is, I think, the right thing to say at this. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And um, he's, he's, I think he's worried about her. You know, mm-hmm. like in in a in a genuine like caring way, right? Like that's a lot his going mind, on. They're both they're both divorcees. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they have some kind of connection, and mm-hmm. he's just reading it different. No, yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. And Skylar raises her voice and, you know, he says, you know, just, just take all the time you need. Yeah, right. You're right. Just this like, was a mistake. Take all the time you need. Yeah. Uh, and she, you know, feels bad about this and she says, I'll call you tomorrow or whatever. Yes. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, Jesse's at a restaurant with Badger and Skinny Pete, uh, you know, waxing about uh, the, you know, their kind of, our, their time in the RV. Uh, funny line from Badger. Where he's talking mm-hmm. about uh, Jesse's talking about all the responsibility he has. He's like, Death, Darth Vader had responsibilities <laughs> to the Death Star, <laughs> two of them. And it's Kitty such a chimes in with the two of them. Yeah, yeah, two of them. It, it's a real funny, like, yeah, like yes, <laughs> he, he did, Badger. <laughs> yeah. Who else had responsibility? <laughs> yeah. like, what, what, is a, what noise does a cow say? Um, very uh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you uh, know, and, and Jesse calls it, uh, you know, just like, oh, this whole thing's Kafka. Yeah, so now I've got to pay taxes on this. Yeah. Uh, I love everyone and, going along with the word church. Yeah. It's Kafka. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so Jesse proposes, you know, like just, we, we got, we got to start it up. We got to start our own thing. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and Badger just wants to, you know, get some Drano and make shake and bake. Right. Yes. Uh, for, uh, for people who don't know, cause you might not want to know what shake and bake is. It's a way of making uh, meth using a bicycle. 
you ride ride a bicycle mm-hmm. around like an ice like an old like an ice cream maker that you mm-hmm. roll across the floor. Yeah, yeah, Except, you can yeah. Do, do it in a two liter with uh, with household chemicals that you can get in a Walmart. Yeah, right? yep. yeah. Uh, but Jesse's like, no, you know, we have to have some self respect. Like, I know mm-hmm. a market. All we need is the meth, uh, right. and he knows both the things. He needs he knows the meth as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got to Walt in the lab. Uh, this is really on the nose. Uh, the trivia points this out. And I think that the directors probably were doing something like this, but mm-hmm. I hate it. Uh, yeah. There's a little smudge on the tank and his reflection that's right on his forehead. And the, the wiki is like, this is the place of the Mark of Cain. Uh, yeah. you know, and I'm like, yeah, fuck off. Like that, that is, that's irritating to me. Uh, so, he cleans so, the smudge. So uh, many people between this episode and the next episode, uh, just again, going back to when this was airing contemporaneously uh, in the something awful thread about uh, Breaking Bad, uh, it was 100% in certainty that the cancer had spread to Walt's brain. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, that smudge. They're foreshadowing a brain tumor. And, you know, him seeing the fly on the uh, on the smoke detector, you know, just uh, related to the you yeah. know, story that uh, that Jesse told about his aunt. Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, when's the brain? When's the brain tumor going to come out? Yeah, <laughs> it, It's it's the foreshadowing to the fourth season where he gets powers from the brain tumor. <laughs> he starts being able to levitate things with his mind. He becomes a phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like uh, you've heard you've heard of power. But here's powder. Uh, the um, the uh, one of them is a drug. So uh, you know Jesse weighs the bin and misreports the yield. Yeah, uh, lies by a pound. He's gonna you know steal the overage. Mm-hmm. Um, back at group therapy, uh, they cut over. This is a really well shot. Uh, yeah. They circle around. They're like, we have some new faces. Who wants to introduce themselves? And you hear, you see the back of Badger's head, and you hear him introducing himself and this is so funny like dark darkly funny but this is very oh funny. yeah it's the, the, this is some of the worst shit that the, the, that happens on the show yeah yeah it's, it's very evil but very uh-huh. funny he's like well, yeah about meth you know uh <laughs> i just i i thought i got clean and then skinny skinny speed's like oh man you need that blue stuff yeah oh man it's everywhere yeah. yeah it's like lighting my whole head on fire like just yeah. doing this shitty little two-man game it, it's uh, very <laughs> funny thank goodness it's gone i got bad news for you brother it's back <laughs> <laughs> like literal carnival shit yeah you know uh, it, they're selling simpson and son revitalizing tonic uh, <laughs> um, so really really evil jesse does a yeah. little evil smile this fucking sucks yes. uh, so at the hospital Maria is talking to Skylar about how, like, listen, I'll go to the press. Like, he's a hero. We need to create pressure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Walt says, like, listen, Marie, we'll do whatever you need. And the uh, Marie does the thing that whenever you're having a hard time and someone offers that and it's money, it's like, you know, you can't pay for it. There's nothing I need. Like, mm-hmm. you know, were you banana bread? Oh, we'll feed our children with banana bread. You know, yeah, like yeah. we'll we'll start a casserole train. Okay, yeah, literally, you know, exactly. Uh, you know, and uh, Walt says, "I just wish there was more we could do." And Skyler, uh, I love this. Walt, we could always just pay their bills. We have mm-hmm. the money, more than enough. Walt earned it, and Walt <laughs> loses his fucking mind. Um, I love this. So this is a great scene. He thinks that she's going to give him up, right? Yeah. Like, you know, here it is. And then, you know, Skylar's lie that she's, you know, coked up over the course of this episode uh, comes out, you know, stated clearly yep. and simply, he earned it by gambling. Yep. Right? Uh, uh, just the, yeah. the the way that both Walt and Marie are held wrapped by this well, as she, as she lays good. it out. Yeah. And check this out. Uh, this is truth laundering. This is mm-hmm. layering. Uh, yep. She's taking fake things and putting them with real things and then it mm-hmm. comes out as money laundered truth yep you know like again <laughs> parallels on parallels and parallels in the show yeah um, you know because there are a lot of things she says that are true mm-hmm. you know she talks about uh you know no we didn't take the money diagnosis changed him you know walt he came up with a system yeah. you know to get him a statistical edge yeah for better uh, or worse he wanted to provide right yeah you know th- true right mm-hmm. like it, you know all these things that are true mixed in with a lie um, he didn't want the winnings to be reported to the IRS, so he started finding illegal blackjack backroom <laughs> games. Uh, only Marie is going to be like, oh, yeah, of course they have yeah, this. Of course. Yeah, um, you know. You know, uh, <laughs> this is real good. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they walled and Marie lean in to learn and everything. And yeah. this is, uh, you know, a really clever bit where uh, Marie's like, oh, the fugue state, that was fake. And she's like, no, that was real. Yeah. And did, she's disgusted know, with Walt, right? Yeah. Saying like, oh, my gosh, did you lie about this? And, you know, just accounting for everything, uh, Skylar turns it into like, oh, he lost $14,000. He lost our entire everything. life savings, yeah. you know. And Marie, you know, how could you do that to her, Walt? 
You know, he's like, oh. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and then, uh, but he figured it out. He got his system working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Marie, I, again, I love this. But it's so masterful from Skyler because it also is manipulating Walt in a way that allows him to keep pride. Uh-huh. You know, like, because this is all Walt has ever wanted mm-hmm. was to get the credit for what he did. Yeah. You know, so Marie's like, how much do you have? And uh, Skyler goes, Walt. And Walt says with pride, it's like, well, it's um, it's in the seven figures. What can mm-hmm. I say? I did very well. This is the first time he's been able to publicly acknowledge yeah. like his work. Yes. You know, like this, this is master manipulation. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, this is also Skylar learning the scope of things. Oh, right 100%. Now too. Yeah. 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 Like learning, learning the scope and then just, and this is the beginning of her, you know, again, uh, slippery slope of becoming essentially an accessory, like yeah, a, a capital A yeah. accessory to the whole thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so they, they, you know, they, Marie, you have to keep it to yourself. Walt Jr. doesn't know. Hank can't, Hank can't know this, mm-hmm. you know, and they go out in the hallway and Walt's like, how did you come up with that? You're like, I respect the strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and she says, you know, I learned from the best and Walt looks really hurt. And then we get the, the kicker, you know, this seems like something she's on his side. She says, you know, somehow something tells me that Hank is here because of you. And I'm not going to forget that. Yeah. You know, so you uh, know, he he's not he's not in this scot free. He just got this good news. He can finally, you know, be a little bit more free in a different version of the truth. And he thinks, all right, well, you know, some scholars in my corner now. And no, no, we're trapped. We're trapped in this. You're yeah. still guilty. You're still guilty. Like, this yeah, is. Yeah, I'm still mad at you. You know, like yeah. Skylar is on your corner, weirdly, you know, and mm-hmm. is going to eventually become more and more in your corner. But she's still mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. Really great episode. Love it. Um, yeah, I am, I'm slightly less enamored in the last episode, la- next episode than a lot of people are. Like, I don't mm-hmm. hate it, but I'm just, yeah. you know, it's kind of clever, but it feels gimmicky to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's good character stuff that happens in it yeah, and I get yeah. it, but, uh, I'm looking forward to revisiting it and maybe listening to my last podcast to see how <laughs> we'll it, see. it's on the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. It's, you know, it's good. Yeah. Not the yep. best thing ever, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks uh, with Fly. Uh, right around this time, we should say, uh, if you have things to say about season three, uh, you can go to duckfeed.tv slash contact, click the best quality vacuum button and write in. We take you know, we take those responses about the season all throughout and then compile them at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, now is the time. So now is the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're happy to be back. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, if you have not, please support us on Patreon. You get a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh, for doing so. A lot of bonus shows, uh, Bonfire Side Chat, Unfilmable, our new show, Real Lich Hours, um, mm-hmm. Christmas, which we also <laughs> put the show on hold to do. You're um, welcome. Yeah. yeah, you get a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so. so go check it out. And, uh, uh, you know, most of all, huge thanks to our producer, Gwen. Uh, who yeah. also composed the uh, the theme song for this episode, or yeah. not for this episode? New one every episode. Uh, <laughs> composed the theme song that. for the show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and uh, in, until next time, uh, I don't know. Quit your job, or I mean, you yeah. don't quit your job. It's, it's you know, recognize. <laughs> talk about your wages with your coworkers. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>